Hello, my name is Evel, and I will be having a conversation with Bryson Gaines for the New York City Trans Oral History Project in collaboration with the New York Public Library's Community Oral History Project. This is an oral history project centered on the experience of trans identifying people. It is April 29th, 2017, and this is being recorded at SAGE in Midtown Manhattan. Hello, how are you today? Great, how are you? Pretty good, thank you. Thank you for being here. Yeah. So my first question is going to be, um, when did you first become aware of your gender identity? The first time I became aware of my gender identity was in college. Um, I'm a bit of a late bloomer. <laughs> I, I came across a video of a trans man um, on YouTube, I was in my dorm, and I just remember realizing, like, something just clicked in my head, like, this is me, you know, I, you know, I, I saw this man, and I was, I was just, like, I was just enamored, I was just very interested in, in, in this, this person's story, and transgender people, and then I went to, uh, then it, it kind of brought up questions within myself about my own identity. And um, that's when I sought out therapy because I wanted to do the right thing before I took steps medically. And uh, yeah, and I was actually a psychology major in college. So, you know, I kind of knew that I, I, I knew how important therapy was in anything, especially like transitioning. Okay, wonderful. Um, so how long have you been identifying um, as male? Uh, for about 10 years, well, yeah, yeah, probably eight, seven or eight years, yeah. So um, I discovered that I was trans when I was like 20, 21, and now I am 28, so yeah. Okay, wonderful. Now, let me ask you, um, because of that, um, have you faced discrimination in New York City or anywhere else? Not because I'm trans, more because um, I'm a black male. I see. Yeah. And do you th did you experience any discrimination before you changed your gender identity? No. Uh, what does it mean to you to be yourself or to be um, the real you, to be authentic? Um, what does it mean to me? Uh, living, living how one feels most comfortable. Um, you know, being happy with oneself whether, you know, inside and out, you know, yeah. Do you have um, a family that supports you? Yeah, I was blessed to have a, a family that, that's very supportive, yeah. Um, it, was, it was a bit of a, a, a shock to them, well, probably not, because I've always been kind of masculine and... Um, you know, I've, I've always dressed like a man, you know, I've always just very 
masculine and the way I talked and everything. Um, but, you know, they're, they're very supportive. Um, they don't judge me. Uh, sometimes they'll get uh, mess up my pronouns and names sometimes, but, you know, yeah. I understand. <laughs> but as somebody who's just looking at you, I would, I would think it would be difficult for somebody to mistakenly misgender you. So do you ever experience that outside of your family or um, is it just your family? It's just my family, I guess, because they knew me from before and it's kind of funny because my grandmother specifically, she'll use the right name and pronouns while I'm doing something masculine. <laughs> <The wrong laughs> when I'm doing something not masculine, she was like the other pronouns. So, yeah. That's great. Uh, when you were growing up, did uh, did your family encourage your interests or your friends? In transitioning? Uh, in, in anything that you participated in. Oh, uh, yeah. Growing up. Yes. Um, yeah, my family was very supportive. Yeah. Um, you know, anything that I was into, they would, you know, try to encourage me to do. You know. Wonderful. That's great. Not everybody has that in their life. Yeah. Um... You know, living in New York City, how do you think it might be, um, well, you live in New Jersey, correct? Mm -hmm. So, um, is there a, a big community of, of trans males, or trans men, rather, in New Jersey? Or do you find more of that here in New York City? There's absolutely no LGBT community at all in New Jersey, which is why I commute almost every day to New York to be a part of things like this and mm -hmm. stuff like that. I mean, I really wish there could be resources in New Jersey. I kind of want to bring resources to New Jersey, but there aren't any. Yeah, and it's, yeah. Interesting. Uh -huh. So, um... Between, you know, there's there's a big um, LGBT uh, LGBTQ uh, community in Philadelphia. Do you ever um, go there? I I not really because I live closer to New York. I'm in northern New Jersey. I see. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, what does companionship mean to you um, in relation to to now identifying as male? relationship wise like like in a romantic way mm -hmm. uh i've always been a horrible dater <laughs> so, <laughs> so i mean it, it hasn't changed um you know i'm still very clueless and sometimes very awkward so i mean i mean it's not the big change yeah i see i see uh, so are you single now yes okay and um, where did you go to school? Uh, college. Uh huh. Fairleigh Dickinson University. I'm actually still working on that right now. Okay. In New Jersey, yeah. Wonderful. Um, and and you don't even in the school you don't see any. Um, does does the topic of transgender come up at all in in that in your school? You know what? Yeah, I I should rephrase. I mean. I should rephrase what I said earlier. The the only places where there is a, any type of LGBT LGBTQ people or community or trans people is in college. You you have to be a part of a college, 
that's where everybody is and you have to be a part of the gay straight alliance and that's where you'll find people but other than that there's not a lot of people so i do i have met some trans men on campus oh wonderful uh, do you feel that you've had to choose between expressing your gender identity and economic security? No. Yeah, I, I just look kind of like deep, but no, I, I've, I've been lucky enough not to encounter that. Yeah, I mean, I, I did have a job um, where I was early in my transition, I was actually transitioning on the job, and it was at CVS, but mm -hmm. they didn't really care. And actually, the job had a, a policy where they could not discriminate based on your gender identity, so. That's good that they implemented that policy. Yeah. What is your experience with healthcare? Uh, Big thing these days. Yeah, I mean, for New York, it's really good. Um, I mean, I go to Cal and Lord here in New York, and that mm -hmm. really helps me out. Um, that's where I get all my hormones, things like that. But um, I, since I, since I don't live in New York, I don't get the benefits for like you know um, surgeries being covered by insurance, things like that. So that's very difficult. Uh, yeah. Mm, wonderful. What is your relationship with other trans? Um, people or gender non-conforming people um, outside of, of um, well, anybody, including transgender females or uh, transgender males or um, um, uh, non-binary. What? What is your relationship, relationship like? Yeah, like like friendship. Oh yeah, they're or... they're great. I mean, I have a lot of trans friends, um, genderqueer friends, um, trans men, trans women, and it's it's great. We just hang out. We do go clubbing. We just do different things. Yeah. I see. Yeah. Do you ever feel as though um, when you're in a group that of of people who are transgender that you collectively are more visible? Because of your genders. No, I mean I, I know I, I know the the group gets more attention sometimes because you know some some of us you know more of a, stand out more than others I guess but mm -hmm. no. Um, what is your earliest memory of um in general or in life in life. Oh man, uh, I can only think of going skateboarding on my skateboard when I was like 10. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that's that's the thing that stands out. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's the moment you're most proud of? Um, finish graduating from college. I'm graduating in May. Yeah, not the two year, but it's still something, you know. And then I'm gonna continue on to four year. I have one more year left there, and on my bachelor's. So wonderful. Yeah. And once you once you acquire that, um, what do you plan to do? And uh, for a career, and um, how do you think your career could help the trans community? Uh. I've always been into psychology. That's what I've always studied my, my most of my life, um, and everything of my life revolves around that. Um, I I 
was going to be a therapist. I had decided I was going to be a, a therapist for a long time, one-on-one -on -one therapy. But then I thought of branching into experimental psychology, but actually doing these interviews today made me realize that I want to do one-on-one -on -one therapy. So I want to do that, and I want to help LGBT people in therapy, yeah, in uh, talk therapy. Wonderful. And would you want to gear it specifically towards the LGBTQ community, or um, is there some other approach you would take? Um, well, I mean, not only. Just I, I'm, I want to help everyone, so, yeah. Understood. Uh, how do you feel emotionally, mentally, and bodily right now? I feel great. I feel great. Um, Sometimes I feel confused because some of us always thinking, you know, but, you know, that's just, that's just what it is. Okay. If you wanted to be remembered for one thing, what would it be? Helping people. Yeah. Doing something good for humanity. Good. Um, is there anything else you would like to add? Uh, well, I want to tell people not to be afraid and to live life to the fullest, however cheesy that sounds. <laughs> <laughs> no, it sounds very nice. It's encouraging. Mm. Well, thank you so much for being here today. No problem.